Welcome back, everybody. Yanagita Podcast, episode 52. I got my boy Brandon Kalpe today. Oh, oh my yes. goodness. It's going to be a fun episode, guys. So check it out. So Brandon, I mean, I've known Brandon probably since we were sophomores or juniors in high school. I think it was ROTC, right? ROTC. Yeah. To ROTC. Yes, sir. Or, you know, just <laughs> like legit, man. And you're always, uh, you were always, uh, you're always a go-getter. That's what mm. I remember. Um, and uh, actually, Brandon was one of the guys who stood up for me, bro. When I was getting picked on and bullied, and bro, stop picking on him, bro. Pick on someone your own side. And you know, like, I was yeah, like, yeah, most modern everybody, yeah. But I mean, because you were kicking ass in baseball, I was trying. You know, especially in high. You know, I remember that time you were, yeah, you were a sophomore. I was a junior, and uh, since that time, and the rest is history. You you got drafted, eighteen. I remember, yeah, you were eighteen, right? I was 18 for about two weeks, yeah, prior to that. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. And so, welcome to the show, Brandon. I appreciate it, man. man. So, my boy. Well, how, how did you even get started to baseball? I mean... Um, you know, my dad is always huge into sports. Um, yeah. The guy who raised him uh, kept him into uh, sports, keep him out of trouble. So, I think in the same sense, dad just did the same for us, so... Nice, nice. Yeah. Big nice. family background with sports, too. I mean, mom... You know, she was a track star, you know, she mm. cheers, dad played football, played baseball, you know, he won a state championship, you know, against the same team we lost against my senior year, so we'll talk about that <laughs> off camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh my God, because that was, um, I remember, that was, uh, in, uh, oh my, that was, yep, so I was lucky enough to lose two of them, uh, oh. sophomore year, <laughs> thanks Jess, <laughs> sophomore year and senior year round. Hey, but your performance was good, though. I tried, man. That was my best I mean, friends I was playing with, so. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, the bounce. what was that like to be right out of high school, to be, like, drafted? Um, To be honest with you, man, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't shocked at the same time. Yeah, that. Yet also wasn't, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, was, I was very happy. Don't get me wrong. I was very happy. I was stoked. I was excited. You know, all that emotions, but. At the same time, I was I've I've told myself I was gonna be doing that. Wow! You know, since I was young, I mean, I wow. was I was one years old. There's film of me one years old watching full baseball games. One so, years old. Yeah, I started playing when I was two and a half. Two so. and a half. Yeah, yeah. So you're playing almost 16 years by the time you got drafted. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. I knew I always wanted to do it. Wow. So you so know? do like be in the major league? Is that what it was? MLB or pursue? Wow. You know, at least put myself in. In the era where I'm watching myself run around next to the best, and wow, you know, so wow. And so for people listening, like, where, what, what team was that? Where'd you go? New York Mets. Yeah, I got drafted in the fourth round, 2012, out of Baldwin. So what was that Chess. like going there? Um, the initial was there a shock factor? Or was it like you know, I think things you expected? It was everything I expected. Yeah, you know, um, early on I was able to meet some solid people. I think that was the biggest blessing I met. Probably there, there's a few of them that still I still keep in contact today, so they're I think forever friends. I, I didn't go to college, so I didn't have that experience of mm-hmm. you know they say you meet your best friends in in college. But I went to I played ball, and a few of these guys we still keep in contact, like I said, and um, I built some solid relationships out there. Mm-hmm. You know, I learned I think of course learned a lot about baseball, but I, I learned more about myself mm-hmm. throughout the whole process and. Um, you know, I, I think when it was all said and done and it was time for me to walk away after I got hurt and all that fun stuff, um, what made it easier is I was so proud of myself through that process of not not just being out there, everything that happened prior to 2012. You know, me when I was young, 
you know, being at the field on my own, doing stuff, never uh, having to be told by dad to, hey, go outside, go run. You know, that's something I wanted. Mm. You know, I wanted to go do that stuff. And, um, you know, now, now I'm a father and I watch the way my daughter operates. And if I, I'm not going to push her, you know, to chase something and that's not for her. But I chase that because I wanted to. Mm. You know, my pops never pushed it on me like a, it was either you make it or you don't. Or it's wow. all about sports. It was never like that. That pushed grades just as much as any other parent or coach. Wow. You know, but I wanted to pursue baseball. You know, or sports in general. You know, if if I knew I was going to be 5'7 with cleats on, I probably would have stopped playing football a long time prior to high school. <laughs> but I remember those days, bro. Yeah. Man, you were so bad. Like, no matter what you did, bro. I remember in high school, you, you were always getting after something. Like, you were... Plus, you were just, I think people were just attracted because you worked super hard. I, I worked hard. I mean, that was crazy. I was just like, how, where, where does this guy get this drive from? 15, four, I mean, you, probably from way younger, but just from when I met you, I was like, the heck, man. This guy does everything squared away, just works hard, mm-hmm. uh, shows up, you know, team player. Always. I was like, oh. You know, I think um, I, hear, I hear a lot of people talk about like haters being their motivators. But I've never focused on people who didn't like me. Like, you know, like my energy was always towards my family, the ones who love me, my best friends, my, you know, even my friends who were there for the moment, you know, because teams always change, you know, people graduate or people move or whatever. But whoever was there and, you know, was for me worked just as hard as I did. I wasn't the only one who worked hard. You know, all my friends worked hard growing up. Watching them do it made me do it. Mm. You know, watching the way my brother would work make me do it. Even while while I was coaching my sister, Mm-hmm. You know, we say stuff to her and have her go do something, and she doesn't grumble, says nothing back, and tucks her nose and does it. Mm. So, all that type of influence, I think that's the biggest part too. I had great influence in my life. Mm. You know, I didn't do nothing alone. Wow. You know, everything I was, I was helped yeah. tremendously along the way, dude. Like, can talk all day about my how much my mom was there for me. My, you know, my dad. My brother, my sister, you know, my family, my grandma. Oh, man, I love your grandma. She's, she's so like awesome, uh, <laughs> just laser. She just stares at you like, who, who are you again? Yeah. Like, who are you again? I was like, oh, God, it's me. She's oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but, man. you know, I've always focused on that. You know, the, the ones who love me, family. you know, they wanted me to do good. They, you know, they, they pay sometimes for the tickets to watch us play. So I'm not oh. going to make them drive from wherever and pay to come watch me play and i do nothing you know yeah exactly <laughs> gotta do something holy cow so i didn't realize you had a brother yeah older brother yeah there's three oh. of us we're all five years apart yeah bula oh okay in fact he uh him and his friends won the 2001 bronco world series yeah so when they were 12 they wow. traveled you know won it Dude, so, so where, where is he now he lives in california, california. he moved to uh, palm springs right out of high school so yeah he comes home every so often whenever he can but wow. yeah he likes it up there yeah and then you're uh, and then of course it's just in the yeah wow that's incredible man what a family bro lucky yeah. and that, but that's what i mean though you know that's like incredible you know through whatever success i was lucky to have yeah never did nothing alone you know one thing i really uh wanted to tell you that i admired was uh when you first got drafted I remember seeing or hearing you bought, like, a family member a car. Mom and dad. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's what I thought it was. Mom was first. Yeah, I was like, wow. Like, that is inspiring to me, bro. Like, Mm -hmm. instead of, like, going out and buying some crazy stuff first, you're like, all right, let me buy this and that for my mom and dad. And uh, that was incredible. 
Yeah. I was like, man, that that's a good guy. <laughs> that's a family guy right there. You know, it was. Uh, I remember talking with mom too, um, and it was way long before I even got drafted or even was being scouted. You know, this is when I was in like intermediate EL school. And, wow. You know, I asked mom, mom, what kind of car do you want? And mom was like, oh, you know, I always wanted a car with a sunroof. Like, you know, you can see the moon at night when she's driving or, you know, being able to throw that thing back, yeah, something with leather seats. You know, that was always mom's thing. So it could have been the most rundown car, mm. but if that thing had a sunroof and leather seats, that's all mom asked for. Wow. <laughs> it could have been doing it like Flintstones and mom would have been fine. As long as, <laughs> yeah, as, long, a, as long as she had that roof and yeah. that uh, leather seats, that's all she wanted. So wow. I remembered that. And um, dad asked, dad called me and he's like, hey. I know you want to forget your mom and car. And I was like, yeah. He goes, what kind of car are you thinking about? And I know nothing about cars. I don't know nothing. My my truck, you got to hear when I lock and unlock my doors, <laughs> there's this weird screech. And I never mentioned it to anybody. Yeah. Never mentioned it to nobody. But I just kind of let it go. Because oh I don't know what it does. But anyways, yeah. So uh, I had dad just go, you know, check around, see what he can do, find some cars or whatever. Mm-hmm. Found this one BMW. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, that looks like something mom would like. End up picking it up, shipping it here. Wow. And we brought it to, uh, I think we were in up country at the time. It might have been someone's wedding. I think it was one of my uh, one of my cousins was getting married. Surprised my mom, called her. And then uh, I drove the car up, brought my mom out, and I sent the alarm off. And I was like, oh, mom, it's your car. You got to turn your car off. And mom looks, and she was like, looking for her car. <laughs> you know, her old car at the time. Yeah. Looking for her car. And I toss her the keys. She catches it. She's like, no. So it's ball crying. To me, that was one of the, wow. the biggest moments of my life. I mean, not making my mom cry. But, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. she was so happy. Oh, you know, God. and it wasn't because you get a brand new car. No. You know, it was because <laughs> the fact that I went out, got her something. And, you know, it, was, it wasn't it was the present. You know, it's who the present came for, the reason how. You know, all that stuff. Yeah, and, from when you were a teenager. And I remembered it, too. And. I remember when I made it happen, dude, that was one of the most proudest moments of my life, for sure. Bro, where the heck does that come from, bro? Because not everybody has, like, that, like, I'm going to do this, you know, and then and then actually follow through on it. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. So you just always had that innate drive, or? You know, bro, I, I have no idea. To be honest <laughs> with you, I don't know. Yeah, I think um, that's incredible. I'd love to give my mom all the credit for that. Yeah. My mom has the biggest heart. Wow. You know, she's the backbone to our family. You know, dad's our general, so. That's you know, the that general. is strict, dude. Ooh, man. Any, any, it, anything old school you can think of? Mm. No. <laughs> but, you know, that was the general. He kept us yeah. straight. You know, kept us, you know, not one-track minded. But, you know, yeah. if we have a goal, let's go get it. Yeah. You know, that attitude. Yeah. You know, and then mom was always the one we could fall back on. Like, wow. you know, I played baseball, a game of error. You know, you fail all wow. the time. And, you know, you hear this a lot when people talk about baseball. But you fail seven out of ten times. Which makes you a 300 hitter. Right. If you hit 300, you're in the Hall of Fame. So, to be good, you gotta you gotta learn how to grab some stuff and just kind of throw it away. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And and of course, as a child, I would strike out and cry. Mm. You know, or if my arm would get sore and I just can't do it that day, you know. And then my my friends on the other team would just be hitting bombs off me or something. <laughs> you know, something like that. And, I, and I'm just crying my eyes out. Right. I'm not gonna fall on dad. Right. You know, dad's gonna be like, hey. No crying around me. Yeah. You know, like that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, and yeah. then mom is on, hey, it's fine. And I'll have those long talks. And mom will come. So it was, I had, it was, I had wow, like that perfect like balance. Balance, dude. huh? And, and that's what I mean. I was lucky. You know, the situation I was in, I was wow. lucky to have them. You know, my brother, my brother was a big influence in my life, dude. Yeah. And, um, you know, after he left, 
he left for uh, college. My baby sister was still because I was only seventh grade after he graduated. Oh wow! Um, so yeah, she was second grade, about to be third. So he yeah, so he missed out a lot. He he missed out a lot of well, you know, by playing. Yeah, you know, all that stuff. We always keep in touch. You know, we, yeah, we love each other to the moon and back, dude. And but you know, I I took that role where I I feel like I wanted my sister to feel like she had. Bula still, oh. you know, not like he he didn't go too far. He was a plane flight away, but I feel like I was so lucky to have him. You know, I would come home and he would be playing games or whatever. There was times where I would be playing games and I'd be playing it for like a solid two hours or so, just to get it down first before he before I introduce him to the game. Yeah, and then I bring him on the game. And he's just one of those guys that he just figures it out. Wow, you know, and he just looks at the back pages or you remember before you yeah, open the game and it's like there's that book. Yeah, the booklet. Looks a little bit, puts it down, and next you know, combos after combos. So he was that guy. You know, like, I just could not beat him. But I always wanted to be like him. You know, he was completely opposite, like, uh, you know, complete opposite from me. You know, I'm real loud. I'm all over the place. I'm going to be doing backflips on the couch and get lickings for it. My brother's going to be the one who just sits down and shakes his head. And goes, <laughs> you know, so everything he was, I wanted to be like. And wow. when he left, I feel like I wanted to somehow paint that picture for my sister. So, wow. I feel like, if anything, throughout my childhood, I was so busy on thinking of how much I, I'm trying to do this for, you know, my sister or, you know, I'm trying to do this for dad or mom. I kind of got lost with whatever distractions I possibly could have had in that time as, oh. as a kid. So that, I guess that kept my mind straight. Oh. You know, I mean, it's, it's all on accident, though. You know, it wasn't like, you know, I was young. I didn't plan on trying to make this perfect thing, but I definitely wanted to make sure my sister was able to feel at least like she was able to live Wow. With my brother, like I could, because I feel like I was way more lucky than her, because I got to play games with him. Wow, you know that, yeah. that 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 says a lot about you too, man. Because it's like every time we talk, bro, it's always about other people, bro. You know, like you're never like, bro, what's in it for me, bro? Or you know, like or or like, I, I don't, you don't feel that. You know, you can feel that from people, right? If it's like something yeah. for them all the time. With you, bro, like from as long as I've known you, it's always been. It's it's for it's for my mom, it's for my family. You know, they're the one who helped me out. You always credit other people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it's it's because of you know her, my dad, and it, sir, this guy over here, this good influences, and um, I just wanted to acknowledge that, bro, before we like keep going. But god dang, man, Appreciate freaking that. Brandon, bro. Yeah, a lot of people, dude, yeah. they put so much time in me. That's why, you know, from all my coaches, I had coaches where. They never even touched a baseball in their life, but they they were there for two hours every day in that week just to make sure I was doing my thing. Hmm. Even if they didn't know, they would find a way, you know, they would listen to another coach and hear them say something, oh, okay, and they'll plug it in, you know, and try and get me to do it. So even that type of people, it's not, you know, like I didn't, you know, my, well, my favorite player in history is Deion Sanders, hmm. you know, him and Bo Jackson. And Bo know, Jackson, oh. Know, the greats, man. Oh. There's different categories, you know, like, man, there's, there's those levels. legends in there. There's, there's that group where it's like... That one, what, like, yeah, one, like, is one out of a thousand. It's crazy. Dude, those, and that, that's a category I always wanted to be in. The one where, because, you know, get those Hall of Fame guys and get those yeah. guys who could have been great. and get. Yeah. To, but when I look at Deion Sanders and Bo Jackson, Bo I feel Jackson. like that's, there's only two people you can put in that category. Levels, yeah. And I've always wanted to be in that. But I, but the reason why I say influence and I was so lucky to have all these people in my life was because that's where I wanted to be, and I feel like everyone helped me get there. Mm. You know, I mean, obviously, I'm not playing right now. I should be in my prime doing big things or whatever, but they they, they helped me paint that picture, mm. you know? So, 
if if I can do that for any kid that I coach or even just come across, I I hope I can somehow do that for you. You know you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I I'm super lucky to have the amount of people that even put their time in me, dude. Wow. You so- too. <laughs> Shoot, you too. You know uh, you could have you could have ran this business and not given me a phone call, but you <laughs> gave me a call one day, dude, and you're like, hey. Hey, remember back in high school, dude? And he started throwing back some memories, and now I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We start shooting some... Can I cuss on this Yeah, thing? yeah. We've been shooting some shit, and then... <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I want you to come by, blah, 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 whatever. And the rest is history. And, you the know, you got, history, yeah? Dude, you three, got me to come by, and no one yeah. can get me to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one can get me to... You got me to the gym, dude. I got uh, to hang out with you, and, you know, just, just like you, dude. Every, like, I... I don't, I don't miss a beat, like, mm. you know, and I see someone who really puts their time into me, and I'm not saying in order for me to like you or right, respect right, right. you, you got to put your time in me, it's not that, it's just understand, it doesn't go unrecognized, you know, like, I'm not going to miss, bro, like, you know, when you do something for me, trust me, bro, like, I see it, and I, I'm so thankful, dude, and that's all I'm saying. Wow, I just remember, bro, like, because when you were here working out, pulling uh, sleds with all the guys, yeah, that was when we had all the football guys. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. Bro, Kobe, bro, he's so fast, bro. What nah. the? Bro, they're like, what the heck? And, These guys. And then uh, all the times we went to the field, uh, mm-hmm. and we did the short, the little little sprint drills. And oh, yep. I just remember, man, like, man, this guy has some quick feet, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey uh, we had this. I remember, oh, I think I was times. like 10 years old. I was like either 10 or 11. Um, we had baseball practice. The Baldwin softball girls came down and showed us how to do these ladder drills. Okay, this is when ladders was like, I, guess, I think it was brand new because it was the first time I've ever seen yeah, that thing. Yeah. And prior to that, our conditioning would just be, you know, sprints and we would run tons of laps. Everybody who played with us, they know what I'm talking about. We ran a lot. But um, I remember they came down this one practice. They ripped out these ladders and we watched the way they were just like, bah, 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 and just smoking through these things. And we were trying, and we just couldn't figure it out. Wow. And we ended up getting those ladders, and I think that bumped my game up like crazy. And if you watch the way, you know, technology and everything is, the way for these athletes today, dude, went from me not knowing what a ladder looks like to now you got, like, little kids who play, like, flag football that just smoke through these <laughs> things. And could you imagine what the sports, all sports looks like in, like, 10 years My with all goodness. these kids and the amount of training and the type of training they get dude yeah well information out there too 100 percent. oh that's key yeah all the youtube the google is, is like right yeah. there you know what i'll i'll say this too though um i think what does hurt the kids at the same time though is especially something like instagram where you get to watch all these greats you know you see all these highlights and watch them do this and do that and they see the end result you know, so they see, let me just throw out a name out there, maybe like someone like Shohei Otani, killing it right now in baseball. Mm-hmm. They see end result. They, they don't see Shohei when he was 10, when he was 12, when he was 14. Mm-hmm. You know, so kids, they see that and they, they imitate what they see right now and try to plug it in a process where they're not ready for it yet. Mm-hmm. You know, there's steps, you know, you don't, you don't just come out the womb and just start swinging a bat and think you hit it 450 dead center. <laughs> There's process, you, you know, and I think yeah. that's, if anything, that's probably a takeaway from what the kids get today with mm. social media and stuff. But but if they do tweak it the right way and they use yeah. it to their advantage, oh, man, it's wow. sky's the limit, dude. Because Yo, that's, that's 100% true, man, because mm. it's so easy to, like, see anything, right? Like, the end yeah, result anything. of a, a 
sport athlete, mm-hmm. fitness guy, or whatever. Yeah. It's like, oh, I want to look like that. I want to be like that guy. Yeah. And like what you said, they start emulating them, who they are right there. Mm-hmm. Conor McGregor, MMA, right? I'm going to start being like that. Imagine. Like, ah, I don't know, man. <laughs> you ever seen that when he was boxing at 12 years old? Mm-hmm. You know, like, or like that. Like what you're saying, baseball. Bro, that is so true. Yeah, process for sure. Process. Yeah. And that's the, oh. that's the one thing I was always proud about. My, my process was fun. Wow. I enjoyed mine. You know, and so what? What do you remember? Like, what it was like? Was it like Monday through Friday, or like what? what, what like you mean you just just my childhood growing up? Yeah, playing sports. Yeah, you know how my dad had us and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. What was that like? So people can kind of hear the process. Um, <laughs> like that big <laughs> smile, bro. Oh man, you know it wasn't it wasn't those crazy things. I'm not gonna come up here and make up a picture and tell yeah. you, oh dude, we woke up at like five in the morning. I just said yeah. this the other day to one of my kids I work with. <laughs> oh, you know, we used to wake up like five in the morning, drink a couple eggs, and you know, I'm not gonna do that too, yeah. you know. But but what it was like was when it was time to work, we worked. Though. Mm. That that's it, you know. Like our day looked just as regular as any other kid's day. You know, I wake up in the morning, I skip breakfast because I just hate eating in the morning, and then, you know, I go to school, hang out with my friends. I don't even eat lunch, and I'm still playing all day. Next, you know, I'm just sucking the fountain because I'm dying <laughs> from playing tackle football with my friends at recess. You know, like so, yeah. my day was normal, just like. All the other athletes who grew up. Mm. But when it was time to get down to that nitty-gritty, you know, dad didn't miss. We, he made sure we, we did our stuff. That, that's it. Wow. You know, and at the same time, too, though, we wanted. You know, and I had a bunch of friends who wanted it, too. That's incredible. And that's, that's what I mean. Like, I was, I was influenced to, to do that. Like, I was taught to do that. I seen proof. You know, I think for me, proof is huge. Mm. You know, and especially kids today. You show them proof. Mm-hmm. You know, then they're like, oh, okay. Because there's so much stuff they can find right now. You can search up anything. Yeah. But you give them proof and they'll believe. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Proof meaning like like a result is happening? Um, Maybe not being result-based, uh-huh. but but seeing proof of this is what it took oh, to do this. To you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Got it. Yeah, just, just to have Ooh. proof, you know, and build a culture. Wow. And build a way to think that way because for me i feel like i kind of walked into that that's like like that old school mentality like yeah yeah, yeah. everything's like bang 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 you know you do it like this like, right but today the kids have so much questions they yeah. need proof you know mm. and and i think if we don't have the right messengers who give them the proof mm-hmm. then now they start doing this i'm sorry right you know, the other way yeah and it starts becoming something different and we're not really getting them to where we wanted to. Because I hear a lot of times about, like, old school versus new school stuff. Right. Especially in sports. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah, that's just the old school way. That's why the way they used to do stuff. It's not about who's right. Mm. You know, we're, what we're trying to accomplish is the same thing. We're all trying to get these kids. Or, you know, I'm just speaking of kids. We're all trying to get these kids to the highest level that they want to be or where they could be at. Mm. You know, get them as much as information and teach them as much as they can. Or as much as we can. People get different ways. You know, and that's fine. But sometimes, if the messenger no say the right thing, you know, one bad high school coach can ruin one, can ruin a career. You know, I've heard yeah. that before somewhere, and I, I never known that until, you know, I went up to pro ball and I started being. You know, this is a completely different conversation. I started for just bouncing around. But, no, no, no. You know, like if that message just got to be right. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. You know, if you can get it right and show these guys proof, bro, the the. It's endless, I think, what these kids can do because wow. I don't. I, I still think they know that. That's why. Yeah. You know, like I talk to some kids, and for me, I always know. I, I know, like, dude, I want to go do this. I think mm-hmm. I can. Then I start doing stuff. Is okay. I know I can, but I don't think the kids, 
you know, some kids today or, you know, at least for the most part, the ones I work with, I don't think they know that they're that they're capable of doing amazing things. Mm. You know, they watch other people be successful, but they I don't think they know it's reachable. Mm. You know, I don't think they know that. Wow. That's a- you know, this is so good, Brandon, because I really believe what you're saying because it's almost like um, there's I don't think there's enough people saying it's possible. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Like what you're saying, like mm-hmm. like encouraging the kids, like, man, you, you know, you in should. Whatever field. In whatever you know, it is, yeah, sports yeah, yeah. or I want to be this or mm-hmm. whatever that or whatever it is. I want to be an actor or whatever it is, uh, athlete. Because if you think about the default, it could be. I don't know, man. You know, you're not you're not really that big guy, you know, yep. or, or your you know your voice is, eh, you know, and then, man, like what you're saying, a good uh, a bad coach can ruin it. Mm-hmm. Maybe that person could have been the one of the best uh, singers, you know. Yeah, you, never you never know, know or yeah. artists or or athletes, yep. and they just believe somebody maybe close to them in their circle, auntie, uncle, maybe yeah. a grandparent, somebody. That's it. Uh, I don't think you can do that, bro. That's right. And only take one bad apple, oh, bro. That's just, good. You know what I mean? Especially at that age. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Like, as, man, even as adults, it's tough. But mm-hmm. as kids, especially oh, yeah. if you believe that person, mm-hmm. if it's mom, yeah. dad, auntie, or somebody, oh. 100%. Wow. So, like, that's really good, man. So, what would you tell a teenager, like, in high school right now? who feels like it's possible but not possible for them but possible for their friend yeah let me let me say this i'm gonna just give you an example yeah um i hit you know i can't even say that i work with this kid because now he's an adult he just graduated he's about to go to college his name is isaiah souza this kid is amazing shout out solid kid yeah yeah shout out to isaiah solid kid um and we talk baseball all the time you know we go to the field we hit some balls and stuff and you know, we talk about feel versus real, you know, which is something because someone can be saying, oh, yeah, I do it like this. Oh, you see how they do this? You see how they do that? Okay, yeah, you know, but but what are you feeling, though? You know, and then, boom, you do them. Oh, yeah, you know, I try to do this. Okay, well, feel versus real. You feel like you're doing that, but you're really doing this. You know, so we, we, we talk a lot. I gave him this example. I told him, and we're talking about, you know, you know finding something that's reachable, yeah? So, uh given this example i said how many years would it take for you to be eligible you know I, you go to college um how many years will it take you so i'm, I'm talking to isaiah he said oh i think two years and then he can be eligible for you know get drafted i told him i said imagine in two years you work your tail off you just do some amazing things in two years you know now you're eligible to get drafted i told him someone drop his name again shohei otani yeah the guy seems like he's a god right now, the way he's playing. And, you know, where for high school kids, it seems like high school's here. Shohei Otani's way over here. Mm. But I told him, I said, in two years, you can do some amazing things. Who knows? Get picked up. Who knows? Get some big league spring training. Who knows who's on that mound? Maybe Shohei Otani, and he leaves you a first pitch fastball, and you hit one over the fence. Just two years ago, me and you are having this conversation talking about Shohei Otani, where it looks like he was there, and now you're right next to him. Hitting him, hitting a bomb off of him, you know, and wow. it's, it's it's just to help him paint that picture because for a lot of kids, and this is something I realized as I got older, was I had that in me though, like mm. I seen it and I knew it was reachable, but I know a lot of kids don't have that, and I realized that as I got older, as I started coaching, so I try to paint pictures, and everyone's different, everyone's you know their path would be different, you know, and 
I didn't tell him if you don't do good in two years, your career does this, you know. Right. But I wanted to show him something realistic, like, wow. dude, trust me, that's not far away. What you think and where, wherever your dreams and aspirations are, it, it's a reach. You you can go get it, mm. but you gotta go get it though. Not me, mm. you know. All the stuff, you know. We talk baseball all the time. I cannot do nothing for you, you know. If I was to go lose some weight. I'm not going to run bases for you, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can't bro. run for them. <laughs> you know, but, you know, that's that's something I told him, brother, if you like do them, you can't do them. Trust me. Mm. You know, and then I uh, I had those conversations. And, and for him, he doesn't even understand how much he does for me, too, though. Wow. You know, just having those conversations. And, and I've been saying that lately to the players we coach. You know, over at Mount High, shout out to all the softball girls. Um, I talk to them about having that conversation. If you can, if you can have that conversation where you know we're talking about doing this and doing that, and let's say something's not working for you, if you cannot come up to me and let me know that, oh, you know, coach, I don't think this, then I don't know how to help you, because mm. we need this conversation, mm. you know, because now if I'm gonna just teach you or have you do something and now it just doesn't work out for you and you on the field, you're the one performing, not me. So now if you strike out and now you put yourself in a little cave and you start being sore, I never know I could have helped you. Mm. You know, so I tell them we need this conversation. That conversation is important. Mm. And to be honest with you, I don't think there's a lot of coaches who's willing to have that conversation where you gotta maybe step on his toe for showing sure that we need to do something else to get the job done. Yeah. You know, and for me I walk into just like conversations, I walk into everything with an open mind. You know, being able to understand that I'm coaching different kids. This wow. person is different from this one. So this might work for that one, but something else might not work for you know for them, for him or her. Right. So, I, I need that conversation with them because then now they get to talk to me and I get to learn more stuff too. Right. Now it's like, oh dang, oh, oh you felt that? Yeah. So, oh shoot, okay, what about you? Oh yeah, say like this and that, this and that. Oh, so now we can start panning some other stuff just for you. You do mm. this, you do this, and the results the same. Hmm. But we just need a different path, and that's why I need to walk into it with an open mind. Wow. I don't think a lot of people is willing to do that, though. Sometimes it's either their way or highway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and that's a leadership quality in you, bro. Like, I mean, man. I mean, everything you just said, because I think some people are scared to have that conversation with their coach. Because mm-hmm. uh, I can just imagine going through sports uh, in high school, too. Like, you just get chewed out, right? Like, oh, you know, well, did, didn't I just tell you to do that? Like, mm-hmm. do, do it again. Like, you don't know what the hell. And then you get cussed out or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then... And then you think about it, a mo- I would probably imagine a lot of high school kids probably already got chewed out at least once or twice growing up or maybe Guaranteed. even more. Guaranteed. Yeah. And so when they hear, oh, I got to have that talk, most people think, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get chewed out by a coach. <laughs> yeah. You know, like that's what they're yeah, thinking. Yeah, like, yeah. But when you come by and you're like, hey, how you doing? You okay? Like what, what you felt there? And I think that's really great, man, mm-hmm. because now they know you care. 100%. Really, you know, like even more so. Like you're looking out for them. Um, not only as an athlete, but as a person. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Well, just to get the most out of it, you know, like, because not everyone's going to go do something after, you know, high school. Like, I mean, I'm just solely talking on sports. Yeah. You know, oh, sports is not everything, you know, but if it's everything to you, then for sure, let's go do it. Yeah. You know, but, you know, not every everybody going to be going to D1 colleges, to D1, even going to in college, mm-hmm. you know, even making them to pro ball. You know, that's why the percentages are so low, because not, it's not for everybody mm. you know but the ones who like doom shoot are not gonna waste their time 
Because to be honest with you, man, by the time they get to high school, that four-year gap, and I, I told this to my team, you know, you think about you think about something like cancer, you know, and that can hit at any time. You never know. You know, get people who get one. They have a time limit on their life, you know, and, and the doctor will tell them, hey, partner, you get one year left. What do you think that person with that one year going to do? Mm-hmm. Just sit down and die. They're going to try to do as much as they can. I bet you that bucket list going to start getting checked off. Mm. So for these kids, I tell them, when you're in high school, you're in high school for four years. You softball season, we play it. Luckily, we even make them to states, but we play for like three months. Three times four is is twelve. That's wow. twelve months. They get to play softball for one year. Mm. You, you you know what I'm saying? Or right. or even any sport. You know they yeah. get to play the football players. Wow. You have one year. It looks like four to you, but it's one. Wow. You know, so we cannot waste time. Mm-hmm. If this is something you like pursue, let me help you. Let me, or, or at least let me try to do whatever I can. Mm-hmm. You know, and I hope every coach can feel like that. And I'm sure every coach, you know, I'm not a perfect coach. Yeah, I'm not going to sit down here and act like I'm perfect. But, you know, like you try to think about how small that gap is, mm-hmm. you know, and, and if it's and if it gets derailed somehow, let's say something bad happens or injuries or, you know, yeah. that gets shortened. It doesn't expand. That's true. You know, you get hurt. I broke my leg twice in high school. It was twice. <laughs> yeah. I remember that one time. Yeah, I got you're, lucky. You're... Yeah. Football what, broke it. What? Wow. Baseball broke it. Yeah. Oh. But, but you know what I mean? The, the yeah. You know, it starts to shrink the time. Wow. You know, and I was lucky enough to recover, you know, from yeah. it and then still play baseball after high school. But once you get to high school, that thing starts shrinking. Wow. And you're more towards the end of your career than you are to the beginning. Hmm. You know, if you get to pros, then sure, you know, now we can start building it. Mm-hmm. But for a lot of people, when they get to high school, especially if they're not planning on playing after after college, they probably played a sport since they were like five. Right. You know, and played with their friends their whole year, all, all those, the whole childhood and stuff. Wow. They get to their senior year, they play, and that was it because they never like go play college. Right. You know, so when kids get to high school, they don't know, but they're closer to the end of their career than they are to the beginning. Wow. Especially when you do the math like I, I painted it for you. That one year, you get hurt, but that thing shrink. So there's no time to be wasted. Mm. You know, and that's something that I, I always thought about in high school. Wow. You know, and, and I never just, I never trained every single day. You know, I went to McDonald's plenty of times. Dude, I, I grew up on pizza pockets, <laughs> Oreo, ice cream, and kimchi bowls. And kimchi bowls. You know, you know so I'm not going <laughs> to act like a LeBron James and I yeah, put yeah. the best diet in my body. Yeah. You know, but I wouldn't work, bro, because I know that time is... Wow, where, where does that? Where did your that mindset come from? Because that's really rare, bro. I mean, you said you had that when you were playing. You know, I think just the honesty, oh. the honesty to me. Oh. You know, so like when I talk to someone, you know, older than me, you know, I ask them, "Hey, oh, how was playing against so and so?" They give me honesty and they tell me something, oh. and I listen. You know and. That, that to me that's that's important and that's why the conversation thing happens and why I need to have that conversation with the kids because I I was lucky to have that influence so not all those kids get mm. that type of influence but I know I have the chance to be that influence for someone mm-hmm. so I'm not gonna fail them mm. you know I'm a 100% try Dang. you know huh oh my god and then you're coaching right now Maui High yeah softball wow dude they're so lucky to have you coaching, man. I was wow. lucky. Yeah, wow. I fell on fell on that situation. I was uh, I was working with the baseball boys. My god brother was playing, and then my uh, sister transferred. 
you know, over to Maui High. So they're, they're the same class. Oh, okay. Same class. So I was actually helping with the baseball side. Oh. And then some stuff happened. And then we jumped over to the softball side, coached my sister. Wow. You know, and we got a bunch of talented kids that came up through the system right now. And, you know, with this uh, whole COVID thing that happened, which is, oh, man, I can go on and on about what, what could have been this last you know, or at least, you know, for, for our island, because Baldwin was loaded right before right before this thing hit. Dude, they had, like, 11 seniors, and they they somebody could have brought a trophy home within mm-hmm. this last. You know what I mean? Yeah. This, we didn't play this year either, you know, but last season, someone could have brought it home. I think this year, we someone could have brought it home. We got a lot of girls healthy off of injuries. Wow. You know, so... But I think, that, I think that's God punishing me because I'm just not allowed to win a state championship. <laughs> it's not allowed to oh my goodness that's crazy you know but man i mean the whole covid thing i mean oh, we're the, yeah i mean we're still kind of in it but we're telling yeah yeah, tell yeah. wow i mean we could talk about that on the whole podcast just just one yeah, whole yeah. episode 100 percent. wow you know these are incredible examples brandon and some what lessons bro i mean what would you say was like uh for people listening, because some maybe your high school athletes mm-hmm. listen to this, what was like a big turning point or lesson for you that like kind of like wow it hit home when you were playing off in the mainland? Um, I mean, there's probably a lot. Yeah, this is a bunch. Yeah, but um, turning point as in as in what? What, what do you mean? Like, I, I guess like uh, where you felt like it, that was a big lesson for you. Um, having my first daughter. Yeah. You know, she taught me a lot and um you know, she's she's eight years old, you know, I talk to her sometimes and let her know about how much, you know, you mean to me, how much you've impacted my life and stuff mm. and it's my it's my best friend. You know, I never know how much at the time I needed her. Mm. You know, and uh, you know, she'll never be able to understand that, I'll never be able to express that to her, but I think when I was up there in the mainland, um I was living in a world where um there was Latinos, there was whites, there was blacks. I was Hawaiian. <laughs> so <laughs> I was Hawaiian and I had long hair. You know, oh. I was and in that at the time in the organization for you know for the Mets, we wasn't allowed to have long hair. But the Celatin couldn't uh couldn't touch your shoulders. Oh wow. From what I can remember because I got scolded for it. But um I grew my hair up. Wow. You know, I hated not I hated, but you know, I, I never liked looking like everyone. Mm. You know, that was that that's what Made me stand up, not because my I was short, you know. Mm. So you see me, right? You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 I like, stand out next to all these other dudes because I'm short. Wow. And that was like my the weirdest benefit. Yeah. You know, me being short, they see me. It's like okay, now they gotta watch me do something. Wow. You know, they're forced to watch because now I gotta do something great. Yeah. You know, and yeah. You know, luckily in my childhood I got lucky a few times, but mm. um, you know, having her was the biggest was the biggest thing that you know helped me. I think in the process because I seen so many different cultures and I blended with everyone. You know, dude, I, I'm friends with everybody. So, you know, I'd hang out with the Latinos one day. Yeah. Those guys are hilarious. But I I talk with these guys, um, listen to where they come from, mm. and these guys come from areas where their room is their bathroom. Wow. You know, they sleep next to there's a hole in the ground and that's called a toilet. Their roof when it rains is loud. The wind might blow off their roof. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Do wow. this. So I, I met some guys up there where they come from hard times. Wow. And that's what also made me 
like realize like dude i'm lucky these are the guys you're playing with yeah yeah for sure what well that's wow. why you know that's why they're good they're trying to get out of there dude oh. and i feel like that hunger I, I wish our kids in hawaii was to see that wow you got dude they would get in trouble stealing stuff because they're trying to bring it back home wow. to the kids who don't have that i had teammates who I don't know if I'm throwing them under the bus right now, but <laughs> I, had, I had teammates who stole balls and they'll just like stick them in their socks and there'll just be a bunch of balls in, in their socks mm. and they'll cut holes in the bed at the hotels and they'll just stash it and then they'll ship it home. And the ordinance time to go home after season, pack it up and bring it. But it's not it's not like they're I mean, yeah, they're they're stealing the equipment. They shouldn't be cutting holes in the beds anyway, but <laughs> But but they're bringing it back to the kids who doesn't have anything. That's mm. why you know what I mean. Like yeah. their their hunger is different, dude. Wow. And I think if uh, if our kids was to see that hunger or even have a sense of what that feels like to understand that if they want to survive, wow. them playing up there is because they want to survive. Hmm. Yeah, the jury comes with it, but you know, like they, they their grind is different. Oh my goodness. And I feel like in the same weirdest way, I kind of had that same hunger. Yeah. Obviously, I didn't, you know. I was lucky enough to, you know, grow up in, you know, under my family's roof. But that hunger they got is different. Mm. And I learned that from them. And, you know, not everybody, you know, not everybody going to get along. Especially when you all these different cultures and egos and, you know, in locker room, bro. Full of people where oh, they the best where they come from. Right. You know what I mean? Like, at one point in time, that guy was on starting ace pitcher for his Little League team. Wow. So he probably was the best his whole life. Yeah. Then now he's about to go play next to somebody who does everything he does. So try to imagine the eagles that fly through yeah. a lot. You know, testosterone, so, everything. Just so I tried to find my group. <laughs> yeah. You know, I tried to find my group. You know, I'll cruise with the Popolo guys because they were <laughs> super funny, bro. <laughs> and I grew up, one of my best friends, his name is Dominic Smith, still plays. Bro. He was a first rounder right wow. after me. One of my best friends, bro. This guy was amazing. Um, he's from Compton. Compton? Compton. Oh. Signs? Grabs his whole family, brings them to Florida, bro. Buys a house, and me and my other boy, Ivan Wilson, from, uh, he was from Louisiana. We'd go hang out at his house and stuff. I got to meet the family. And, like, that's that hunger that I'm talking about. They, he came from Compton, dude. Like, dang. That, that, that's movie stuff. You that know what I mean? Like, stuff, yeah. I, I, I come from Hawaii, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I meet these guys. So I try to find my. You know, my group that, you know, I can blend with. And I think I had a hard time early on, especially mm. in high school because, or in coming out of high school because my pigeon was all over the place. <laughs> Did I have to repeat myself every time I'm talking to somebody? Right. You know, obviously I can't speak Spanish, so I'll be speaking pigeon. And next thing you know, the guy is like, ¿Qué pasó? ¿Qué pasó? You know? <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh brother, you don't speak English. Yeah. Hmm? And if, you know, and so I had a tough time with that transition oh, of trying to find my people, and um, <laughs> when that one, I think this is where I'm getting to. When that one came out, I realized that's all I needed. Mm. You know, and I was out there. It, I started to understand. Okay, you know, I'm starting. I'm starting to see the end of the road for for baseball, and I was fine with it mm. because I knew now I want. I, I want to go take that challenge on raising her now. Mm. You, you you know what I'm saying. Wow. And so that, that helped me walk away. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, I never wanted to ever walk away from baseball. I always wanted to. I wanted to play that thing forever, mm-hmm. you know, and it wasn't about the money. You know, I grew up playing for free my whole life, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so it wasn't about making money. But 
I like that challenge of raising that one. Mm. You know, and I came home because, and, and it was tough early. You know, I was young. I was a young kid, you know, right out of high school having, having a child. I was 100% not ready. Mm. That person compared to the person sitting across from you right now is two complete different animals. Mm-hmm. You know, and she's taught me so much. And I think uh, that was a lesson, if anything. I can take out a pro ball. It had nothing to do with baseball. It was that one because she taught me how to, how to really enjoy time because I would be up there, you know, for my time, whatever, play season, whatever, come back home, spend a few months with her, and then I got to fly back up. And I got to come back home to a baby who doesn't even, you know, get to see me half of the year or more than half of the year, you know. Cause, so now I'm up there. Now the friendships I'm making and the groups I'm looking for is different. Mm. Now I start connecting with people. And, and towards the end of, you know, my career, that's when I really made my best friends. And it was because she helped me understand what what loyalty looked like, you know, and like wow. that, that, that type of stuff. Yeah, real deep, oh, man. Some good stuff. Oh yeah, it's just it's, it's hot in here, man. <laughs> so, bro, you know, this is just an incredible episode, bro. Like, before we like start wrapping up, what what was something that you kind of wanted to? I know this is how like long term future stuff, but if we like plant the seed, like, where do you envision? Like, cause you have you're coaching, you're doing all the right things, yeah. and um, you know what 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 I've. I painted this in my head, and I think it's from my mom. My mom is super artistic. <laughs> I painted this thing in my head that I wanted to do, and um, I want I wanted to have this home for for our athletes. Mm. You know, of course, it doesn't only need to be about them, but I'm an athlete, so you know, we're just this home for the athletes where when they leave after high school and you know they go to college, go let's say pro ball, because right now we got a lot of kids, man, supporting or you know coming out of Hawaii playing in pros mm. and like pro sports. Being able to come back and have a home, maybe a facility, somewhere they can they can come home com- comfortably to. Mm. Because what I learned up there in pro ball was the Dominicans that I was really close with, they have academies. You know, they, they come back, they go back home and hang out with professional players by the names of, like, David Ortiz and, like, you know, all these big-time names. And they're proud of where they come from. You know, being able to grab these kids or have these Hawaii kids be able to come back home and have a spot for these, for them to go work out at and, you know, be so proud that, you know, this is where I'm coming from and stuff. Wow. That's, you know, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to put that together, you know, have wow. a home. And obviously not for the ones who do good things, the ones who's here and trying to go get to where they at, mm. you know. So a facility where people get to see end result because obviously we have our Hawaii kids out there doing their big things and... Mm. You know, shout out to them. And the young ones who want to get to where they're at. Mm. And now if we can put them in the same building, try to imagine oh. it looks reachable. Yeah. And, and that's, 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 the, that's the picture, dude. Like, wow. trying to make things look reachable to these kids. That's crazy, man. You know, and, and I really admire what you just said because making it reachable for the people now, for the kids now, mm-hmm. teenagers, because, you know, honestly, like, when... Even just the times that you came here and you worked out and pulling sleds and mm-hmm. bro, like doing that, people were like, "Oh shit, maybe maybe I can too." He's a uh, you know Hawaiian from you know born and raised yeah. here, and bro, maybe I can win states too. And I and people were literally like just so invigorated by you being here, you know, working out. And they were like, "Man, like I think I can win states." And some of them won states. You know, they're like, holy crap, I went from, like, number eight or nine to number one in one year. They're like, what's awesome the... Stuff. Yeah, they just grinded awesome because you, I think you told them, like, 
yeah, you gotta put the work and just show up every day. And then they showed up every day for the next year straight. Hey, but that's them, though. Yeah. You know what I mean, man? But, and but you, 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 like what you're saying, you sparked that by mixing it. Oh, I appreciate so, that, dude. But yeah, dang. you know, that's, that's, what, that's what I'm trying to create. And wow. look at you, you're doing your big thing. So, you know, I watch, you know, I watch the way you move and I watch the way you inspire and, the, you know, about, you know, mental fitness and, you know, mental mm-hmm. health. And, oh, man, dude, you don't, you don't understand how much I'm into that. I'm so, I'm so strong on mindset. That's why I know. Yeah. But yeah, I want I want to be able to create an area where we can get them to understand things are reachable, man. And hmm. you know, and 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 there's you know there's of course get gyms. Yeah, get you know batting cages and get all this stuff. You know, for the kids. I'm not trying to put together one area for counter all these right right places. But I want to be able to have a place where when someone comes home from, let's say, let's say Jossie. You know, mm. Jocelyn Alo, mm-hmm. softball, okay, Oklahoma. Big time name right now. The, mm. dude, the best hitter in college. Best hitter, I think, coming out of Hawaii. Mm-hmm. But imagine if she steps in a building with our, our, our girls, man. Mm. Trying, you, know, you know what that would do? You know, and it's, and it's not like I'm trying to put together some big names and bring in people to help me. Mm. You know, this is for these young kids to understand. That's a Hawaii girl, man. Mm-hmm. This is reachable, you know. And then now she gets to explain, you know, this is the work. Wow. So they get to see end result. She gets to talk about process. Wow. You know, so like to have a facility where, you know, the kids get to see things, understand things, put to put the work in. I think wow. it's huge, man. And and there's gonna be a lot of them. My sister. You know, my sister's such a great role model. Oh, dude. She sure. works her tail off. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, for the girls, you know, luckily, you know, Vi is such a reachable person. That's another thing, too. You know, it, it all depends on a person. But Vi is such a reachable person. You know, she's just Vi. Mm-hmm. You know, and Vi comes in the building. She starts strolling in, starts putting in some hits. Mm-hmm. The kids, they will swing. Yeah. Because they, like, hit like that. You know, yeah. I, like, do that kind of stuff. Or I want to compete. Mm. and be better than that mm. and i've always cherished that when 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 there was that one kid who always compete against me i loved it yeah you know because like my dad used to always tell me you know he's coaching me to make me not like him but better than him mm. so same for the rest of these guys man and we just trying to give them a better better outlook and let them know it's reachable man oh. you know before we wrap up Brandon, i just gotta say something about your not only your character i keep saying that but your humility bro like you're very modest and to the point where I know you're so confident, but then you like downplay yourself and it's so, it's so genuine, humble. I'm uh, like, like it, it just, you're such a good example, bro. Um, and, and so was your sister and, and your family. And uh, it, it, it's just like, I, I'm at, I'm at a loss of words. Like I normally could just, just keep talking, <laughs> but I honestly feel a loss of words because of how genuine it is. This is one of the most genuine episodes I feel, man. Like, we had some great episodes, 50-plus episodes, but, like, this one, I could tell it's 100%. You're not trying to flex. You're just sharing, and you're, you yeah, really I promise want the it's, best. It's not the shirt. <laughs> yeah, it's COVID. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There we go. And yeah, you're really, No flex in here. Yeah, and you're really pouring in, you know? And I really hope, um, you know, your softball athletes can listen to what you just shared because this is good stuff like this is the stuff that gotta be there process and red result and like all the stuff you talked about and how you said they're reachable they're they're you know 
they're not impossible to get a hold mm-hmm. of and that says a lot about their humility it's yeah. like oh yeah i'm a big you know i'm, I'm, I'm this now so no i'm no, not gonna talk to you yeah, you know yeah. like it's we not call like it that. when you when you big league somebody when you what left? Big league somebody. When you big league somebody. Yeah, when you're too big league. Oh, 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 Yeah, you're oh, too oh. big league for... Oh. You know, so a lot of times, I, I wrote it to my friends. Um, <laughs> but they'll be in the bigs now, and all of a sudden, now their phone don't work. Oh. And you start big leaguing people. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you're too cool, man. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I wow. think, um, I think, you know, sports was such a blessing in my life, man. And I'm, I'm just trying to show that, too, because it helps me outside of sports you know mm. being able to process things and see things through and yeah. understand failure you know things and because you know life man you know who would have who would have thought we would have got smashed by a coronavirus and just <sighs> everything just Crazy. gets shut who would have who would thought that nobody but you know man my heart that that work ethic i learned from sports and all that stuff taught me that i need to not stop eating mm. <laughs> there you go. The grind is different now, the dude. Grind. <laughs> different, grind. different, literally. Grind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Brandon, um, thanks for coming on the podcast, and um, all love. Last man. thing, man, we gotta get you back on, man. Like this is so fun. Like time flew by. And you know me and you, man. We can be here all day yeah, we talking talk for hours, man. You know that. And uh, bro, let me know, man. Whatever I can do for you. Um, how I can support you know your your vision man like because that's Appreciate that's that. really commendable helping the kids so yeah yeah make the future, community you know? better together man so. see you guys people Brandon. like you this oh, this is man. why it's like this hey, thanks for coming on bro yeah bro. Hey, check out the episode guys like comment subscribe see you guys oh and leave your comments for brandon too bro maybe that way we can get them back on we get some ah. questions from you guys all right guys oh where can they find you hmm? where can they find you where can they find me? People like if they want to reach out to you, if they're hearing this and they're like, "Oh, I want, I want to ask Brandon some questions." Oh, like, like the kind of like send me messages on Instagram. Yeah, oh yeah, Instagram. Yeah, Ooh, gotta watch out. Instagram. My girlfriend monitor that thing. <laughs> Shout out to Nikki. Nikki got one on the way. Uh, by the way, three-time state champ. Oh, yeah, softball player. She uh, yeah. she's actually Jocelyn's teammate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Had to turn it out there before you know I get one long talk at home. <laughs> but uh, I mean. Kaniela Kaupe5 on Instagram. If you like, reach out to me. My girlfriend gonna read them first, and then she she let me know if it's an okay message. There we go. Send some baseball questions. That's, that's the one. Baseball. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna search it up first, and then see if I can find the answer. Right on, right on. But yeah, guys, thank you guys for joining us, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Boom. All right, my brother. Man.